Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human, here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. On to the Gentle Podcast, and I have an amazing guest with me, Lauren McMullen. Hi, Lauren. So excited to have you here. So I was on Lauren's podcast a few weeks ago now, and it was just such an amazing conversation. I knew I had to have her on my podcast as well. Lauren is an intuitive fulfillment coach, and she helps women to upgrade their mindset and align with their inner power so that they can feel fulfilled in their life and business. She's the host of Soul Radiant Radio. I will put a link to that in the show notes. And she's also a photographer. So Lauren, do you want to start by telling us just a little bit about what it is exactly that you do and your journey in a nutshell to get to that point in your life? Yes. And I know you have these shortened episodes, so I will try as much as possible to make this very condensed. Um, Thank you, first of all, for asking me to be on your podcast. I love to be on podcasts and to talk. So this is right up my alley. I was very excited for your invitation. And um, so basically, an intuitive fulfillment coach, that's kind of the, the title I gave myself because it seems to me that all of the work I do, which is uh, mindset shifting, limiting beliefs, working through those, really kind of digging into who you were designed to be. One of the big pillars of my business that I use is actually human design. And so I have this really strong connection to helping people see really who they were designed to be and really accepting themselves for who they are. And so to me, everything that I talk about when we're doing these things is actually to feel more fulfilled in our lives. Um, So that's kind of where the fulfillment coach part comes from uh, within my business. But um, gosh, my journey to get here has been so all over the place, I guess, in a shortened version I was an absolute hustler. I worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. I have never in my life had just one job. Um, (laughs) I was always really, really busy. And I had it in my mindset uh, for a long, long time that I had to work really hard in order to make money. And that um, I even had the mindset that, you know, I really didn't have tons and tons of worth unless I had lots of money. That was another one that I had to work through for myself. But, um, over time, like I just kind of hit this energetic wall where all of a sudden, all of the things that I was doing and running around three or four different jobs no longer worked for me. Like I just didn't have the energy. I was in complete burnout mode. And around that time, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. There's got to be something more than this. Like I'm just out of steam, out of energy, all of that. And so that's kind of where my entire journey started, I guess, to steer me towards this path at least. And um, just kind of diving in a little bit more to spirituality and like questioning my own beliefs and the status quo and really feeling like there's got to be more out there for me and there's got to be more to life than this. It it can't just be work all the time. Um, 
this is so boring. This is not fulfilling, you know? So that's kind of where it started. And around that time, shortly after, I guess, is when I found human design. And human design is actually what has just taken me like into a whole different direction, into becoming a coach, into really wanting to share that with other people and help them, you know, really see the way that they were designed to be and and to accept themselves for who they are. So that's kind of like what has happened. Um, And also with that, like really learning that as much as um, there's an industry standard of like niching down onto things in the business, it's, for me, I'm very multi-passionate and it's within my design to juggle a lot of things at one time. So having multiple jobs at one time is not anything that is like going against the way that I was designed. It's more as long as you have, like I've stepped into those things within aligned action, I can juggle many, many things. And so that's kind of where I'm at today. I'm, you know, an intuitive fulfillment coach. I have picked up my camera again. I'm doing, you know, like photography. Um, I'm hosting a podcast. I'm like, it's the other thing I've been doing. I mean, like I'm a mom and a wife and, um, you know, I've been just kind of all over the place. (laughs) Like, excuse me, an event manager at, um, a ballroom that hosts events and stuff. So I have like all of these little part-time things happening. Yeah. And sometimes somehow they all end up working out into the schedule so that I can do them all, but they all really light me up in one way or another. And so that is the way that I'm choosing to work because I'm very much meant to be here and to work and work and work, but it's not to the point of burning myself out and doing the things that I don't love. Yeah. Amazing. There's like, there's three different things I want to touch on from what you just said. I I love, I can relate to so much of what you said. First, firstly, with human design, are you a manifesting generator? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, I've become like a little obsessed with human design over the last few months and everyone in my personal life, like I've been like, when, what day, what time were you born? Like (laughs) explaining the charts to everyone, but I haven't actually spoken about it on the podcast yet. I do have an episode coming up, but so do you want to just explain kind of like really, I know like there's so much to cover with human design, but like in a real kind of nutshell, do you want to talk about what human design is? Yeah. So, I mean, human design is kind of like your energetic blueprint. Um, What I love about it is it's not like, you know, like a personality test or like Enneagram, which I think are really cool to like dig into that. But because it's based off of your time of birth, date of birth and location of birth, it doesn't change. Whereas if you're doing a personality test, you know, you're answering questions about yourself. It's very subjective. So maybe today I feel this way about myself and I'm going to show up as this, but tomorrow I might feel this other way and I'll show up as that. So that's what I kind of love about it is that it's so solid. There's no changing. You never change throughout your lifetime. You are born into that design. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, I always laugh because I'm like, you know, people say like, oh, I wish there was like an instruction manual for life. Well, there is, and it's called human design. Um, (laughs) So like, it's basically that. Um, I like to tell people it's really kind of an experiment, even though as much as it's like a science and um, gives you all the ways that you kind of work energetically with the world, with each, you know, with other people it's really kind of an experiment. And the best thing that you can do when just starting to get into human design is kind of learn what your type is. So there's a five types. Um, 
excuse me, something's in my throat. Um, so five types, there's a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector and a reflector. Everyone fits within one of those types. But even though human design has labels for certain things, I always say it is never here to label you. Human design is here to set you free, um, not really to label you and put you into any sort of a box. So as anyone is listening to anything about human design or reading anything about human design, I always say the best thing that you can do is if something feels yucky to you about your design, like when somebody's telling you or it feels very limiting, let it go. Like don't even carry that information on with you because maybe right now you're not ready to hear it. But in like six months from now, it may hit completely different and it finally makes sense. It's kind of like one of those things. Like a, a, as you start to decondition um, out of the way that maybe you were taught by your parents or society or whatever, you know, they're just doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. Mm -hmm. Human design is only like 30 years old. You know, it's not a super, super old um, system. So as we learn more and more about ourselves within these design types, it's easier to start to what I call it's decondition away from like the way we were raised. So just for an example of like something that could be for um, manifesting generators or generators, we have a, uh, a sacral response basically. So when somebody is asking us questions and they should really only ask us yes or no questions if they want real answers, um, we answer those way better than anything else. But we normally have like an uh-huh or an uh-uh that naturally comes up. And a lot of times when we're younger, when we're little, like we're trying to decondition our, we're trying to like condition our kids away from being like, uh-huh, uh-uh, and just like moaning and groaning and all of those noises. But that's actually our very natural like response. Our body is responding. That's the way we make our decisions. Those are, when our body responds like that, it's, it's showing us what's in alignment for us. So, you know, we're like, no, use your words, you know, when we're little kids, like use your words. Don't like grunt at me and stuff, but it's actually really important for anyone who's a generator or a manifesting generator to pay attention to things like that. So just like a tiny example, cause I know we only have a limited amount of time and I don't want to, Yeah, there's yeah. so much, it is so deep, but you really just, if you're just starting to get into human design, you want to learn the type, your strategy, um, and you can look into your profile a little bit, but yeah, mainly it's like your strategy, your authority, and your type is really what you want to learn and kind of just start playing with that before digging in any deeper. Yeah. So like you kind of said at the start, it's that blueprint for the person that we're designed to be. And it can be really liberating in the sense that, and I feel like some personality profiles can do this to an extent as well, mm -hmm. that like if we're, especially if we're kind of different from a lot of people around us, um, like for me, like personally, like I'm a manifester and most people listening might not know what that means, but uh, that's like 8% of the population. And then I, my entire family, and there were like nine people in my house growing up, they're all generators. So like yeah. for me, I always kind of felt like this sense of I was different and everyone that I have shared their profile with um, or their chart with, Mm -hmm. kind of like feels the same that like we can kind of be more accepting of aspects of ourselves now yes. if we understand that it's actually how we're designed to live our lives so yeah yes it's so interesting and I'm definitely going to be sharing more and more about this there is like you said just so much to cover and you kind of just so 
you said so much, but then at the same time, that was only kind of like the very it, it, level. I'm always like, I feel like I do my sessions and I do like a, a 90 minute session with people and it's not all human design. We talk about all of the other things as well, but it's really like uh, human design is a pillar of that. So I'm always referring back to human design and showing them their chart. And I'm always like, I've only really given you like the, like the littlest basics there are like, we're only scratching the surface when we're doing this work. Um, but it's important to know because I know, you know, (laughs) I know you're kind of like this too. I know you have to be, but it's like, we get so excited to learn things about ourselves. I think it's just human nature. Mm -hmm. And I always just caution people. You don't want to dig too deep into it until you've started to actually live within your design and experiment with it. Um, because, and this is true for anything, gathering all of that information without integrating it is just information. So if you're like gathering up all this information, it's not going to do you any good or serve you if you're not actually implementing what you need to be into your life and starting to live by your design. So I just like throw that word of caution out there. I know it's hard because you're like, I want to know all the things and I'm totally the same. But um, it's the best thing you can do to not get discouraged over like, well, I'm reading this about myself, but it doesn't really feel right. And sometimes it's, well, you have to kind of step into living within your design first before that's going to feel right. Mm. Yes. Love it. So (laughs) my next question kind of to change topics a little bit is, yeah, so your, um, like your Facebook branding or like probably all your branding Mm -hmm. actually is like, yeah. um, like so you have soul radiant living soul radiant radio tell yeah. me about soul radiant what does that mean to you and yeah why do you use those words oh my goodness so when i was first deciding that i was going to start my own business and really be an entrepreneur and kind of step into that role as a coach i kept trying to figure out like what am i going to call myself what is it you know, I kept trying to go back to like, what is it that I'm helping people with? Like, what is it that I want to portray out there? And I had no clue, no clue at all. And then all of a sudden it was just like completely downloaded, just dropped right in out of nowhere. It was like, boom, soul radiant life. And I was like, this is perfect. And because at the time, like when I was starting my business, it was started based on human design. So I was looking at the fact that when you really learn to live within your design and you kind of break these um, boundaries that you feel like you're placed within for a majority of your life until you kind of learn more about yourself and that it's okay to do things a certain way because that's how you're designed to do it. Or it's okay not to have anything to do with that because you're designed not to really, you know, mess with that. It just was like, I'm going to help people really see who they are, like really see who they are on that soul level. And, and to be able to like illuminate that and just be really radiant, like show your soul very radiantly through living with like, by who you actually are, you know, like really showing up as yourself. And, um, I think soul radiant also kind of has to do with me personally, because I've always just been this like super happy person. You know, I've always been the one like looking for the silver lining in all things, Um, I feel like I bring a lot of joy to things and that has been like something I've always tried to follow, like find the joy in in everything. 
And so I really feel like it kind of just dropped into my head and I was like, soul radiant life. I'm like, that's what I want to live. I want to live a soul radiant life. I want to help other people live a soul radiant life by whatever lights their soul up. That's what we should be going for and chasing and doing. So it kind of like fell into place like that. And it's, it's been wonderful because I've been able to incorporate it in almost everything. It like umbrellas, everything that I do, you know, soul radiant life is my website. Soul radiant living is my Facebook group. Soul radiant radio is my podcast. And as a photographer, it's soul radiant images because I feel like for me, you're kind of getting coaching at the same time as I'm taking your photo, you know, like I'm kind of like coaching you and to really like get you into that headspace of like, damn it, I'm worthy. And I like, I deserve to be here. And I, I deserve to have this time for me and this space for me. And, um, you know, it's kind of like a photo. I feel like there was this old saying, like people were used to be afraid that a, a photo would capture your soul, like in a, in a negative way. And I'm like, no, it frees your soul. Like I am showing you who you are at a soul level through a photo. Yeah. And so soul radiant images was like perfect to go with that. So I'm like, it just has kind of like mm-hmm. taking care of everything that I've wanted to do or want to do in my business. And I feel like I really, you know, embody that soul radiant attitude and that soul radiant life when I'm like talking to people and coaching and doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. So for everyone listening, what is something they can start doing, like a little gentle action to start to embody their the radiance of their soul as well? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think that the simplest thing you can do is to really start to believe in yourself. And, and it sounds simple. It's probably a little bit harder. depending on where you're at in your journey. Um, But, you know, I feel like we're so quick to have an idea. So many of us have these ideas like, oh, I would love to do this or I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. And the very next moment, we're almost talking ourselves out of it. You know, the ego pops up and it's like, oh, but nobody's going to read your book or, you know, nobody's going to buy your jewelry or nobody's going to do that. You know what I mean? Like we just have this like negative Nancy ego speaking into our heads um, a lot of the time, unless we're very aware of that. And so just starting to like, and I always tell people like, name your ego. (laughs) Name your ego has been like my favorite tool. I think someone told me that long ago. Um, Funny enough, my ego's name is Rachel. So that's, (laughs) that's my ego's name. So when she pops up, I'm like, Thanks, Rachel. I got it. You can sit down now. Like I'm, I'm good. I, I appreciate the fact that you're trying to like keep me safe, but this isn't anything that's going to kill me. Um, so just trying to like start to really like believe in yourself. If you have an idea of something you want to do, go and do it or try and figure out what are the next steps you can do at least to move towards it and just feel it out. But like start to step outside of your comfort zone a little bit more because it is so worth it. Even though it seems like the scariest, riskiest thing you can ever do the first step is the hardest. Once you make that first step, it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Now I can take another step and I can do it again and again and again. So I think that is probably a somewhat easy, but totally free way that you can kind of start to step out and to really embody who you are and what you really have as a true desire, something in your life, like bringing it in. Yeah, that's really cool. I like how you say to like, 
give your ego a name or to like really recognize that it isn't you, like it's a separate part of you as is your soul. So then if your ego isn't you, then everything it says isn't things that you're saying. So you can really kind of detach and see it as a separate thing. And just to really understand that the role of the ego is to keep us safe And the only way it thinks it can keep us safe is by keeping us exactly as we are now. So when we are really aware and mindful of that, like the ego is going to tell us whatever it needs to, to convince us not to take the action or not to go towards what we want or what we think we want. But when we can see that as kind of like a separate person, that's just trying to keep us safe because they're scared. We can like speak to our ego from our higher self and at a soul level and say you know like thank you for trying to keep me safe but I'm gonna go and um, do this anyway (laughs) yeah yeah I'm like we can't you know vote the ego out it's a part of it like it still comes with a package deal but Mm -hmm. the more mindful we are of the fact that that is not true life happening in the back of our head saying no no you can't do this and nobody's gonna buy and you're gonna be so miserable and you're gonna fail like that is not who we are when I guess just knowing that anytime you have a desire, it was placed on your heart, like for a reason, you know what I mean? And I think so many of us, especially, you know, women who are mothers feel like, oh, I'd like to have that, but I need to self-sacrifice because I have kids Mm -hmm. or I have a husband or I have whatever. And I can't, you know, I can't possibly do these things for myself. And Um, I think what I've really learned over this, you know, past couple of years on this journey is that if I'm not doing the things that light me up and taking care of myself for the the desires that are on my heart, I'm not as good as a mother and a wife as I have always desired to be. I'm a better mother and wife because I am so fiercely committed to going out and getting the things that I want. And when I have those things, then I'm lit up. I'm a much easier person to be around because I'm so joyful and I'm happy, you know, and it's like, I want you to have it and I want you to have it. And, you know, so I, it just makes us a better person when we really are going after those things we desire and we're really fulfilling that part of our soul. Yeah. Yes. Completely agree. Love it. We have to light (laughs) ourselves up first and it will inspire everyone around us. Very true. So before we finish up, is there anything else you would like to talk about? Is there any, anything you'd like to share? Oh, well, I don't know. There's so many things I could say here. Um, I think I just want people to understand that um, it's okay to just be yourself. So often I think, and kind of where I started was feeling like I had to shrink myself back um, to fit in a mold that was made by like family or society or whatever it may be for you. And it's okay not to be the person that everyone expects you to be. It is completely okay to be the person that you desire to be rather than the person that they expect you to show up as. Um, And I just think it's so important because Again, when I started my journey and I had a, a big, a big, big task to kind of untangle these energetic cords I had with my family, but it was about what success looked like to me versus what success looked like to them. Yeah. And for a long time, I was trying to live up to standards that were just killing me. 
uh, it was killing my soul in order to do that. You know, it was, it's just so stifling. And so I just want to encourage everyone to kind of ask yourself, like sit with yourself and figure out like, what is it that you truly desire and that you really want? And who do you want to be in the world? And then go out there and be that person. Mm -hmm. Screw everybody else. I mean, ultimately the more you're yourself, the better you are for everyone else. And um, not everybody is going to love you and agree with you and root you on. And that is totally okay because we are not for everybody. And that is perfectly okay too. Mm, yes, I feel so much of what you just said. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for being here, Lauren. I really enjoyed this conversation and I know everyone listening has loved it as well. So if someone wants to um, get in touch with you, stalk you online or work with you, how, how can we find you? Yes. Bring all those things. I love internet stalkers and no, no, don't be a stalker. Say hello. If you're coming to follow me, cause I love to talk obviously. Um, so I mostly hang out on Instagram and I am, um, on Instagram. My handle is I am Lauren McMullen. Um, I have a photography Instagram, which is soul radiant images. So either one of those is cool. Come find me on those. I do have a Facebook group, um, that I haven't been spending too much time in lately, but I'm going to be doing something soon in there. So it is soul radiant living on Facebook. And I think I sent you the link so you can post that yeah, or whatever. Post all the links. Too. Um, and you can catch me on my website too, which is soulradiantlife.com. So any of those places are awesome or come and listen to my podcast too. Soul Radiant Radio, you'll hear your girl Rachel over there as well. Uh, <laughs> so any of those places. And thank you so much again for just having me here to just blabber on because that's what I love to do. Yes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.